Hey friend, do you love cracking open a fresh journal? Do you linger in the paper planner aisle at Target? <laughs> Me too. If you have a dream to create your own planner, devotional journal, or paper product, and you're curious about the printing process, timeline, and cost, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Dream Printing Podcast. I'm Polly Payne, CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I have sold over 45,000 paper planners and products around the world. Wanna learn how I did it? I'm gonna take you behind the scenes and teach you how you can plan, print, and publish your high-quality paper product. So grab your favorite journal, your favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get that dream off the back burner and into your hands. Hello, and welcome back to the Dream Printing Podcast. Today, I'm gonna to be talking all about time management tips. And let me just tell you, if you wanna start a printing business, and run a company while living your best life, you're gonna need some time management tips to say the least, which is one of the main reasons why I created my planner. I knew I needed to live with intention. So I'm gonna share with you how I do some time management and just 12 basic tips. And I just wanna caveat by saying I am not perfect. I have never perfectly balanced it all, quote unquote balanced it all, but I do have some tips to make it better. So we're gonna dive into those 12 tips today. Let's go ahead and get started. So the main questions I get asked a lot is how do you balance it all? How can I build a business without sacrificing my family? And that's why I'm gonna share 12 time management tips today. And my goal and prayer for you is that you can find two that you like and run with it, you know, like, do you need to implement all 12 of these tomorrow? No, no, you don't. But let's go ahead and get the wheels turning here. So I need you right now to go grab a pencil, go grab a sheet of paper or a journal, open that bad boy up and start taking some notes because I'm going to give you some really juicy questions to think about. And afterwards, I want you to write the answers. I want you to apply this. If you never apply what you learn, you will never see change. You will never see change. That's why it's so important. No matter what, what am I going to change? I went to a conference um, years ago and John C. Maxwell was there and he said, you can go to all these conferences, but if you don't apply anything, nothing's going to change. And so his advice was when you're taking notes uh, to write the letters A, C, and T in your notebook and take all the notes you want. And then after the conference, write down all of your A's and your C's and your T's. Now, A stands for actions. What are the actions I'm going to take? And then you number them. Like the most important is A1 and then A2 and A3. What are the actions I want to take? The C stands for change. What are the changes I need to make? C1, C2, C3, and so on and so forth. And then T was tell. What do I need to tell somebody else? Because this needs to be shared. And so when you take notes like this, it's good to go back and say, okay, what's my A1? What's my number one action I want to implement? And then try to do that for 30 days. That's what he calls the steak sauce, A1. Anyways, so <clears throat> that's just my notes here. You're going to want to take notes so that this episode actually blesses you and the time you invest listening into it supports you. So this is going to be helpful Especially if you have a dream to run a business while managing your home, managing your life, um, these will help. So number one, ready? Number one tip is, the, is a question and it is, what isn't working? What isn't working? 
something's not working, right? Something is off always. What isn't working? Write that down. What isn't working? Number two is also a question. What are you putting up with right now? It's important that we catch those little foxes, that we fix them quickly. What are the things that are driving you crazy? I think this is one of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself. Like, are your shoes broken? Is the lighting in your room terrible? Do you have dead plants all around you? Like, is the dishwasher full of stinky stuff? Like, what isn't working? Is the bathtub broken? Like, what isn't working? And what are you putting up with right now? Is your car an absolute mess? Like, what are you putting up with? It could be little things. Like I said, your shoes are too tight or they're breaking or the dead plants, bad lighting. Like, what are you putting up with? This is more than just time management tips, honestly. This is like life management um, and just improvement because some of this stuff is clouding your brain and cluttering your mind and cluttering your spirit to where when you actually sit down to do big things or new things or things that God has blessed you with, like you're clouded. So I think it's important to like declutter in some ways mentally and also physically in your home. So those two questions I really want you to sit and think about. Feel free to pause right now and write the answer. Okay. Number three. Number three is a question. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, do you know what your priorities are? When it comes to time management, a solid schedule is built on priorities. If you want to have integrity of your time, like I just said, a solid schedule is built on priorities. A poor schedule is built on urgency. Let me say that again. A solid schedule is built on priorities. A poor schedule is built on urgency. What is your schedule built on? Do you even have a schedule in general? You need a schedule and it needs to be around your priorities. The things that are your blessings in your life, the things that matter, the things that you need to pour into. Um, Because if you're constantly running around like a chicken with your head cut off, putting out fire, 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 this is coming up, that's coming up. Oh my gosh, we didn't do this. We didn't do that. The dentist, this, like what's going on? If we are constantly living in that urgency mode, we're not going to have the mental space to be creative, to do the big things, to sit and ponder. We need more space. And our society is jam-packed, full to the brim with distractions and noise and messaging, and news, and all the things. So we have to create space. And the way you create that solid schedule is building it on your priorities. But first, you have to know, what are your priorities? And if you don't know what those are, I highly recommend you go back and listen to episode 155, which is where we do the personal growth wheel section of my planner. I will share mine with you. I have eight things that I put into my schedule that my schedule is built on. These are my priorities. They're my non-negotiables in my life so that I can have 
I can survive, not just survive, but I can thrive. But I have to have these honestly to survive. So let me just go through quickly what mine are. And maybe you already have some of these implemented. But the goal is, is that you have a couple major things that you do every week that is in your schedule, that is in your priority. Number one, sleep. <laughs> like your girl's got to sleep. I've got to sleep. I cannot be creative or anything. I can't be nice if I don't get some sleep. Sleep is a priority. I really need about eight hours a night or more. Um, I'll settle for seven, but eight to nine is really my sweet spot. The second thing is me time. So I do three workouts a week. That is something that I do. And I consider that like my oxygen mask. It gives me the dopamine and the serotonin that my brain needs to survive and to thrive. It gives me all those great chemicals that I need up there. And it helps me to feel good about myself, which, you know, we are connected beings. If one area of our life is off, it it seeps into the other areas, right? If I'm not feeling good in my body, we're going to have problems in my marriage. I'm going to fall into more self-consciousness or whatever. If I'm not sleeping well, that's going to affect my marriage. I'm going to be ruder to my husband. I'm going to be short to my children, you know, and all of these areas are connected. If our finances aren't going well, I'm going to... It's going to affect my marriage. All of them affects every part of us, right? So this is why they are priorities. So I've got sleep, me time, which is my three workouts a week. Of course, I have more me time than that. But those are my scheduled oxygen masks. And I make sure that those workouts are things I actually really love. Like I don't go do workouts I hate. Just want to caveat that. Like I'm not out there doing no offense, CrossFit or running. I also can't run because of my arthritic feet, but um, I do things I like. I love bar. I love uh, like cardio bar blast that has kind of some dance in it. And then I have a dance class that I love. And those are really, really fun. They get my heart going. They give me all those fun chemicals. So those are my things. The next one is quiet time. So I have a quiet time routine. It changes day to day, week to week all the time because I like to, while I like routines, I really like doing new things as well. So right now what I'm loving in my quiet time is I do my Lectio 365 app. I've also done some Hallow app, which has been fun and very different. I haven't really, it's more of a Catholic app, which is fun. I just, I didn't grow up in the Catholic church. So it's a little bit different and that's great. Some of the audio recordings are with a guy from The Chosen, which I love the chosen what a fun show such a great show um i like to do my soap bible study of course that's 15 minutes and i love to just journal just like get it all out there even if it's just a few sentences i really like to journal and of course read my bible um but i kind of just you know hodgepodge those things around of like what i like to do each day the fourth thing is a weekly marriage check-in. So every Sunday night, my husband and I do the marriage journal. I've mentioned this probably 50 times on this podcast, and I am not sponsored by them <laughs> at all, but I am. I do know them. Um, it's Audrey and Jeremy Roloff created this journal. It's by uh, a company called Beating 50%. So if you look up marriage journal and then Beating 50%, you will find it. It's gray. um, And it's a six question journal once a week that you fill out with your spouse. And you answer these questions. And I will tell you, we've been doing this since a little before maybe 2017. 
and um, which is wild that we've been doing it that long. And there's been weeks or a month where we've fallen off of our journey of this marriage journal. And let me just tell you, it is so obvious. If he and I don't sit down and answer these six questions and review each other's answers and just step into integrity with one another. And also the journal gives you an opportunity to talk about the week ahead. Like, hey, on Tuesday, I've got this thing and Thursday's that. You know how many conversations or like arguments happen because one person's carrying the whole mental load or he never knew about your mom coming over on Thursday and so now he's in a mood, like whatever, or vice versa. This journal helps that and it's so nice. And it's just a really good routine. Now, I would love for my thing to be a date night once a week. And we try to do date night at least twice a month. But the journal is something weekly we do every single week. My item for the home is I do a weekly two-hour tidy run, usually on Thursday mornings. I do a big laundry sprint. I go through the whole house and tidy up. And of course, I do daily tidying with my kids. I try to involve at least my oldest daughter as much as possible um, tidying up like that. But once a week, I do a big weekly tidy where like the whole house gets, everything needs to get put up back in its home that's like randomly been put in the kitchen table or whatever. So that's for my home. I do that and I set aside that time before I start my work day on Thursday. I do a budget reconciliation once a week on Tuesday. So we have a little budget sheet that my husband and I work out of and I just go through our account and double check all of the variable costs, variable expenses, meaning um, the grocery bill, the babysitting budget, the going out budget, the miscellaneous budget and like gas because those like one month if you go on a bunch of road trips like oh we overspent on gas money or oh we you know overspent our grocery budget so just every Tuesday updating that sheet has really helped it's honestly put us both it's helped our marriage um so we've been doing that since the beginning of this year we always have had a budget sheet but reconciling it once a week with our actuals has been pretty important because we don't do the cash envelope anymore um because that was just a lot and we do a lot of online shopping so it was just like oh gosh um but it was really good while we did it and then the next one is I do a meal planning on Sunday so just have a little um whiteboard eraser on my fridge and we look at what we have in the fridge and we set aside our meals and do some shopping if we need to shop Two more things. I have unplugged family time, which is where the four of us are intentionally all spending time together doing something special and just, you know, that face-to-face fun playtime as an entire family. And then our my work block. That's another big part of my priority is my work. And so I do that typically from about 9.30 to 4.30 every day. So that is my priorities. Those are my priorities. And um, obviously my kids are a huge priority and that's why I have my work block in a specific time. And after that work block is family time. We'll get, we'll talk more about that in the next one. So tip number one, what isn't working? Answer that question. Tip number two, what are you putting up with? And tip number three, do you know what your priorities are? Um, And if you don't know and you're like, I want to know what my top eight things should be, <clears throat> go back and listen to episode 155 and I will take you through this special exercise. 
All right, let's move on to number four. Number four, the fourth tip is weekly planning time. Seeing is believing. You only have 24 hours in a day, friend. And guess what? Like a, if you're anything like me, you need to sleep. And so you need this weekly time. I do it either Friday or Sunday. And I, or sometimes Saturday, and that way I can really chill on Sunday. Um, <clears throat> you want to fit all of those priorities into your schedule, into your schedule. So what I do is I sit down with my week. And I have all of those eight things on a little post-it note in my planner. And I actually sit and like add them in first. And I use the five block system, which is taught by Chelsea Joe. In my dream planner, Chelsea Joe actually comes in and she teaches it. If you use the QR code, you can get access to those lessons of how to set up your um, weekly planner with the five block system. The five blocks are a morning routine, an AM, a midday block, PM block and then a nighttime routine. So it's five different blocks of the day. You have like when you first wake up, then you have this chunk of time before you start working, your main middle of the day work block, then your when work ends, then you have your PM block with like dinner time, hanging out with your kids, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you have your nighttime, which is like when your kids go to bed. Obviously, this looks different, different seasons of life. But um, what you want to do is figure out when are you doing these priorities. She calls them the fundamental needs. For example, my my me time, my workouts are at 8.30 Monday, Wednesday, Friday. My quiet time is at nine o'clock every day. And then my you know weekly marriage check is Sunday night in the PM block after the kids go to bed. My home tidying is Thursday morning after the kids go to school. My budget reconciliation is on Tuesday after quiet time. Meal planning is Sunday afternoon. Unplugged family time is usually Saturday and Sunday. And then, like I said, my work block. So I fit all of these fundamental needs into my schedule. But you need to see your weekly planning time because you only have so many hours in a day and you need to make sure that you are prioritizing your priorities because if not, you will just be flooded with the urgency and the unexpected invitations and the invitation to just escape and just to scroll and to stay numb. So that is tip number four. So when are you going to do your weekly planning time? That is my question. I think all of these could honestly have a question. Tip number five is guess what? It's a question. Tip number five is a question. And this, my mom would not like this question because she doesn't like this word. But what are your time sucks? Your time sucks. The things that suck away your time. What are your time sucks? I think this is one of the most powerful time management tools is having clarity on what your distractions are. What are they? What is sucking your time away? And I challenge you, hear me, I challenge you to create a list of everything you need to stop doing Build an exit plan and execute it. That is my challenge. That is my challenge. All right. So, <clears throat> all right. The next one, and that's that's a big one. Honestly, like you could just probably turn this episode off and be like, okay, that's good. I got it off. <laughs> but I have more. I have more. Um, tip number six. This one has been really helpful for me in my business. Um, tip number six is to do a daily power hour. 
I do a power hour. And that happens usually right after my quiet time. When I first jump into my work block, I have a power hour. And in that power hour, I check my email. I check my email and I try to get everything done that's in that inbox, you know, and figure out what needs to get done. I time myself while I do it because I'm using a really special operating system that Chelsea Joe helped me set up. Um, and at the end of the day, I check my email again and that's it. That's huge. It's because I am working from a place of being proactive versus being reactive. And when you work in a reactive state, you're not going to move things forward. Does that make sense? So if I just sit in my inbox all day and wait and like check it and then check Facebook and then check this and check, if I'm just constantly being reactive, I'm not making space for the projects and for the things that are important, but not urgent. I'm, you don't want to live in the urgent. And so I only check my email pretty much once a day, twice max, and uh, that's it. And then I move that over to the done and I move on to the next project that I'm working on. That's been huge for me with time management. Um, The next tip, tip number seven is worry time. Worry time. What is that? This one might be kind of hard for us ladies, but basically it is compartmentalizing big looming decisions, the big question marks of life. I think it's also a great way to exercise your faith and trust God. So what this looks like is let's say you have a huge question. Like, where am I supposed to move? Are we supposed to move? Am I supposed to do this? Set aside time on the calendar to literally worry about it. Schedule it. Schedule worry time. Schedule that decision time to sit and worry and make the decision. Now, it's not that during that worry time you're going to fully come to the question, but that is your designated time to worry about it, to pray about it, to journal about it, to sit with your spouse and discuss it. Like you guys need some, some conversations need to be tabled or they will eat away at the present joy of your life. Like if you're like, oh my gosh, my budget is an absolute mess. Everything's going wrong, blah, blah, blah. Set aside time this week. Set an hour of time to sit down, look at your budget, face it on, head on, join Financial Peace University and get it done. Like you need to have time to sit and to pray and to worry and to strategize. But it's a good thing to table it if you can, okay? Um, So that's tip, I think, number seven. Number eight is systemize your biz. Systemize your biz. You need systems. If you want to balance it all, I cannot give you a better tool than systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. I have adopted her operating system and I absolutely love it. It's amazing. So I have a link for you. If you go to HoratioPrinting.com slash Chelsea Joe, that's C-H-E-L-S-I-J-O, you can get um, a link to Chelsea Joe's. I also have some instructions for you. So make sure you scroll down to the show notes. Um, you'll see if I have a code and the link for you there. But that is there for you as well. Um, definitely recommend looking into that. And I think if you sign up for the VIP, you also get her Systemize her Your Life course. So you get both, Systemize Your Biz and Your Life and like six months of um, implementation coaching, which is awesome. So yeah, that's a big yes. I definitely would recommend it. 
Her course is incredible and it's really helped me streamline my business. So that is a big tip is go use the resources out there from people who are absolute geniuses when it comes to systemization. Okay, so that is I think tip number nine or number eight. Okay, number nine. Yes, number nine. Number nine is go into airplane mode. Go into airplane mode. When you need to really crank something out to get it done, it is so important to stay focused and stay productive. And one of my top productivity hacks is to go into airplane mode. Phone off, Wi-Fi off, and just stay in the one task. And that's why I like Chelsea's method because like right now I have a task that is recording podcast episodes. It's timing me. I'm in that task. I'm not doing anything but that task. And when you can stay single task and totally focused, you're going to be a lot more productive. You're going to move the needle. Things are going to get done. And I do that by going into airplane mode. Um, You know, this is a designated time for me to be working and I am not allowing myself to pick up my phone and check my Instagram or do anything else. I'm in airplane mode. Just like when you go on an airplane, you don't have access to all your friends or to the snacks in your kitchen or, you know, all those things that would distract us. And another thing that um, I love with airplane mode is the Pomodoro method. So timing yourself and doing a 25 minute sprint. So the Pomodoro method is three 25-minute sprints with a five-minute break in between. So you time yourself for 25 minutes doing, let's say, writing an email or writing, you know, a devotional uh, entry. And then when the timer goes off, you stand up. You get that blood flowing to your brain. You walk around a little bit. You check your phone. You go to the bathroom. Then you come back and start the timer again. You do that for three sprints, and then you take a longer um, break. So that's a huge tip. <clears throat> number 10. Number 10 is outsource. The only way I could truly balance it all. And right now I'm running two businesses along with raising two children. And um, it's because I outsource. I have help, period. I, um, I have a house cleaner come once a month to help us, you know, make sure my child doesn't eat something horribly terrible off the floor and keeps our our house um getting at least one deep clean once a month and i have my kids with childcare they they go to their school and they're socializing and they're um they're having that time with their friends and learning and all of those good things and i'm really grateful for that so i outsource that <clears throat> sometimes i've outsourced grocery delivery but i've actually been not doing that as much to save money on our budget now that i'm you know, reconciling it every Tuesday. So getting that help is awesome. Number 11 is if you are working on a dream, like starting a business and you're like, oh my gosh, how can I balance it all? I'm stressed. I'm so stressed. The last two are for you. Okay. Number 11 is extend the timeline based on your dream blocks. So back on tip number four was that weekly planning time. In your five block system, you're going to need time to work on your dream. And if you only have two hours a week or one hour a week to work on your dream, you know, but you're, you've got a timeline as if you're working 40 hours a week, well, something's not adding up here, right? So it's okay to extend your timeline. It's okay to extend the finish line. Just keep going. 
And number 12, extend grace to yourself. No one is balancing everything perfect. Everyone's dropping the ball somewhere. It's just that you want to have a schedule where your priorities are the priorities and you are living in integrity with your heart and with your home and your family. And so I just want to encourage you to trust God um, and to keep coming back and being intentional with your time, looking at your time and your schedule and saying, where do I want to spend my time this week? What needs to go? What's not working? Um, And what can make this a little more fun for me? You know, there's nothing wrong with that when it comes to exercising or, you know, building a project. Like, how could this be fun? How can I gamify it? You know, why not? God is a fun God, believe it or not. So anyways, those are my 12 tips. I hope that you can find one in there that you can implement this week. So would love to hear your feedback on this episode. Pop into the Dream Printing Podcast community group. Let me know your favorite takeaway. And for the person that shares a takeaway in the Facebook group, I will select one winner and I'm going to send you a present in the mail. Okay, so pop into the Facebook group. Tell me your number one takeaway. Or if you want to, you can actually reshare this podcast episode to Instagram and tag me, tag Horatio Printing, tag Polly Payne, and tell me what your key takeaway was. Um, Share this episode. And I will pick one winner this week to send a prize to. So let me know. Um, I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. And last thing, if you are interested in printing your own paper product and starting a printing business, um, much like I have, I have a free workshop for you that takes you through the full dream printing method. You can find that workshop over at HoratioPrinting.com slash workshop. So I will see you over there pretty soon. I can't wait. And I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the dream printing podcast. I hope you learned something today and I would love to partner with you to make your print dreams come true. Take the next step by watching my free on-demand workshop at HoratioPrinting.com forward slash workshop. That link is down in the show notes, or you can go ahead and jump to step two, which is go ahead and apply for print school where you're going to get all my systems, the dream printing method, my contacts, my printer, all the shortcuts and templates. You can apply at HoratioPrinting.com forward slash print school. Yay. If this show has blessed you in any way, please consider taking five seconds to leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. I read each and every one and it blesses me. If you have a question, feel free to just DM me. Pop over to Instagram, DM my personal account, Polly underscore pain. I'd be happy to chat with you and just see what questions you have and connect. I cannot wait to see what you create and bring into the world. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved.